0: Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. We are still talking about prayer and faith today. You know, in Philippians 4, 6, it tells us to be careful for nothing, but in everything by supplication and prayer with thanksgiving, we are to let our requests be made known unto God. This is the divine cure for all fear, anxiety, and undue concern of soul, all of which are closely akin to doubt and unbelief. This, beloved, is the divine prescription for securing the peace which passes all understanding and keeps the heart and the mind in quietness and peace. All of us need to mark well and heed the caution given in Hebrews. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God. We need also to guard against unbelief as we would against an enemy. Faith needs to be cultivated. We need to keep on praying, Lord, increase our faith, for faith is susceptible of increase. Paul's tribute to the Thessalonians was that their faith would grow exceedingly. Faith is increased by exercise, by being put into use, and it is nourished by trials. It says in First Peter one seven that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes though it be tried with fire might be found into praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Faith grows by reading and meditating upon the word of God for the faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God most and best of all faith thrives in an atmosphere of prayer. It would be well if all of us were to stop and inquire personally of ourselves. Have I faith in God? Have I real faith? Faith which keeps me in perfect peace about the things of earth and the things of heaven? You know, this is an important question that a man or a woman can propound and expect to be answered. And then there is another question, which is, is very significant and important. And we should say, do I really pray to God so that he hears me and answers my prayers? And do I truly pray into God so that I get direct from God the things I ask of him? It was claimed for Augustus Caesar that he found Rome a city of wood and he left it a city of marble. The pastor who succeeds in changing his people from a prayerless to a prayerful people has done a greater work than did Augustus in changing a city from wood to marble. And after all, this is the prime work of the preacher. Primarily, he is dealing with prayerless people, with people of whom it is said, God is not in all of their thoughts. Such people he meets everywhere and all the time. We meet people constantly that don't pray. And our main business is to turn them from being forgetful of God, from being devoid of faith, from being prayerless so that they become people who habitually pray, who believe in God, remember him and do his will. You know, we are not sent to merely uh, induce men and women to join a church, nor merely to get them to do better. It is to get them to pray, to trust God, to keep God ever before their eyes, that they may not sin against him, but they, that they also may lead others to him and have a spirit of prayer. The work of the ministry is to change unbelieving sinners into praying and believing saints. The call goes forth by divine authority. It says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. We catch a glimpse of the tremendous importance of faith and of the great value God has set upon it. When we remember that he has made it the one indispensable condition of being saved. He said, by grace are ye saved through faith. You cannot even be saved if you don't have the faith to believe and to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thus, when we contemplate the great importance of prayer, we find faith standing immediately by its side. By faith are we saved and by faith we stay saved. Prayer introduces us to a life of faith. You know, Paul declared that the life he lived, he lived by the faith in the son of God who loved him and gave himself for him, that he walked by faith and not by sight. Prayer is absolutely dependent upon faith. Virtually, it has no existence apart from it, and it accomplishes nothing unless it, it be its inseparable companion. Faith makes prayer effectual, and in a certain important sense, it must precede it. For he that cometh to God, Hebrews eleven six says, must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Before prayer ever starts toward God, before its petition is preferred, before its requests are made known, faith must have gone on ahead. It must have asserted its belief in the existence of God, and it must have given its assent to the gracious truth that God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek His face. This is the primary step in praying. In this regard, while faith does not bring the blessing. Yet it puts prayer in a position to ask for it, and it leads to another step toward realization by aiding the petitioner to believe that God is able and willing to bless. I have personally experienced uh, taking this scripture and seeing God reward me for what I diligently have sought him for. Faith starts prayer to work. It clears the way to the mercy seat. It gives us assurance, first of all, that there is a mercy seat, that we can approach our high priest who awaits our prayers, and that faith opens the way for prayer to approach God, but it does even more. It accompanies prayer at every step she takes. It is her inseparable companion, and when requests are made unto God, it is faith which turns the asking into obtaining. And faith follows prayer, since the spiritual life into which a believer is led by prayer is a life of faith. The one prominent characteristic of the experience into which believers are brought through prayer is not a life of works, but of faith. Faith makes prayer strong and gives it patience to wait on God. Faith believes that God is a rewarder. No truth is more clearly revealed in the scriptures than this, that while none is more encouraging, That God, that faith is and believes that God will reward them. Even the closet has its promised reward. He that seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. While the most insignificant service rendered to a disciple in the name of the Lord surely receives its reward. Unto this precious truth, faith gives its heartiest scent. Faith is narrowed really down to one particular thing. It does not believe that God will reward everybody, nor that he is a rewarder of all who pray, but that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Faith rests its care on diligence in prayer and gives assurance and encouragement to diligent seekers after God. For it is they alone who are richly rewarded when they pray. We need constantly to be reminded that faith is the one inseparable condition of successful praying. There are other considerations entering into the exercise, but faith is the final, the one indispensable condition of true praying. As it is written in a familiar primary declaration, without faith, it is impossible to please him. James puts it in another way and very plainly. He says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, which means he won't find fault with you, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavers or doubts is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Doubting is always put under the band because it stands as a fold of faith and it hinders effectual praying. In the first epistle to Timothy, Paul gives us an invaluable truth relative to the conditions of successful praying, which he thus lays down and says, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and without doubting. All questions must be watched against And and taken into account when fear or doubt enter in when you are on your knees or you are saying prayers to God. Faith must assert itself and bid these foes to pray. I will never forget years ago when I prayed with a dear godly woman that was my neighbor and I remember her. taking me into her bedroom and going to the window and lifting this window first before we knelt. And she said, devil, get out. We are going to do business with God. And then we knelt by her bed and I never heard anyone pray like this godly woman, but she prayed in faith. You know, too much authority cannot be attributed to faith, but prayer is the scepter by which it signalizes it's prayer and its power. You know, prayer, you have to pray and know that God hears you and that you have power when you pray. Great incentives to pray are furnished in holy scriptures. And our Lord closes his teaching about prayer with the assurance and promise of heaven. The presence of Jesus Christ in heaven The preparation for his saints Which he is making there And the assurance that he will come again To receive us to himself How all of these help us In the weariness of praying It strengthens us in our conflicts And it sweetens our toil But these things are the star Of hope to prayer The wiping away of its tears And the putting of the odor of heaven So to speak into the bitterness of our tears But we need to keep praying Beloved We need to know that the wings of its faith uh, are never, you know, clipped when we are down on our knees praying. And we know that whatever we ask, we can do. That we, in unswerving faith and unceasing prayer, we can wait continually upon the Lord. We can renew our strength. We can mount up with wings as eagles. And we can run, and we can, are not, uh, cannot, uh, be weary all the time because we will walk, and we will not faint as we wait upon God in faith and in prayer. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an eight dollar donation, write Sue Taylor. 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the 4 State area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417 451 5636.